like, what's that clapping noise? I'm like, that's no. so we know when to beep. No, no, I'll just go, go yourself. Hmm. There you go. That hurt. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, welcome to another wonderful episode of Bite Me Podcast. This is actually episode 157, for those of you keeping track. You are hearing my voice, Cliff, instead of Adam's voice, because Adam is still taking care of his dog. But you'll be happy to hear that his dog is doing significantly better, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll see Adam again sometime in the future. The future. Wow. Um, Colby is joining us today. Again, and he's doing some things on video that are terrifying, and I don't like them. So say Col- hi, Colby, and stop doing that. Hi, Colby, and stop doing that. Good job. He got it right this time. We're also joined by Dylan. Hi. <laughs> Colby, stop playing with your phone and the video. It's scary. Uh, today, we're going to talk about a bunch of... <laughs> That's Dylan's scary noise. We're going to talk about a bunch of uh, news uh, that is not very in-depth, so news should be real fast today. Um, we're going to talk about how xCloud will not have exclusive games, how Half-Life Alex might just be the beginning. That's a lead there, right? Uh, no counseling your Stadia Pro won't take away the discounted games you bought. Amazon might be announcing a game, game streaming service next year to absolutely nobody's surprise. Pokemon is trying to pull a Metallica. Uh, and the Oculus Link is very, very, very cool. I got to play with one, and I liked it a lot. Plus questions from Joe Coleslaw, Eddie and Eddie again. Um, <laughs> Princess Megan and, of course, <laughs> Vinny. Uh, and oh, we got one from Mansox, too. And a couple cheap free games, and even a troll corner, because trolls are everywhere. But first, I think we are going to talk about games we've been playing. Um, Colby and I play the same games for the most part, so why don't you start, Dylan? Um, speaking of trolls, I'll start with Sea of Thieves. Um, no, those are pirates, Dylan. No, yeah, I guess, but... Um, <laughs> been playing a lot of sea of thieves probably about 15 to 20 hours in the since the weekend or so Vinny and i played quite a bit but uh so in all the hours that i have played sea of thieves i've never had such a trolley server in my life um where i like jumped in and Vinny's like we got this brig chasing us and i'm like okay cool and this ship was literally just chasing us forever and they couldn't catch us because we had the sloop and they had the brig. Therefore, we are faster when going into the wind. It's impossible for them to catch us. Um, sure. So we'd try to like turn around and duel them. And then we didn't have the resources or we probably could have sunk them. But we didn't have enough planks. Probably planks would have been the, the thing. So if they would have got enough shots on us at some point, we just could, would not have been able to repair but they were literally chasing us forever. And then we're finally like, oh, I guess it started a little bit farther back. Because we're like, hey, do you want an alliance? And they just didn't answer. And then they kept chasing us. Like, okay. So we're just going to turn and fire on them, right? And then and then they, like, ended up talking to us. And they're like, well, you you shot first. And I'm like, well, no, we asked you for an alliance. And then, then they proceeded to chase us for, like, 30 minutes. So we just sailed our boat into the edge of the map and sunk it so they didn't get anything from us because we didn't really have much they were just they're just totally trolling and it was it was so irritating um, i love the idea of well if, if we can't have it then no one can yeah we're just driving this boat right off the edge of the earth right and then they basically chased us out there which was stupid because they were wasting their own time 
And even had they like sunk us, they would have got like 5,000 gold, but that would have taken them like 45 minutes of their time when you could have gotten way more gold if you would have just done something else, I guess. So sometimes I just wonder what's going on in people's heads that they're so willing to waste their own time. Right. I don't I don't know. It was weird. And then then later, like we had this we like pulled up at this island and we're like, oh, we'll go sell our treasure and stuff. And then there was another ship there kind of doing the same thing. We're like, hey, you want to join an alliance? Because there's literally no reason not to, because you just get fifty percent of their gold. That's it. So you basically just get fifty percent more stuff. And, and there's it, but it no cost you anything, right? No. Yeah. You're not even sharing it. Like, if Vinny and I turn something in, they just get 50% of it. We don't, don't lose any. So you so would... The, there, the only downside is, in theory, you could steal it and get 50% more, right? Because you could have 100% of that value, right? But, but the they're not doing of, that. Yeah, the cost of your resources, the cost of, of your theirs, people, the cost right. of your boat, the cost of... Yeah. But then, so they didn't respond to us, and then... So we're like, okay, that's fine. Sometimes people just want to play and they do the thing. That's fine. Sure, yeah. So we just turn in our stuff and we go back to our ship. And then they sail their ship at us, crash into us, and try to, like, take us down. And we're like, well, why are they doing that? So we just, like, rolled around and just sank their ship, like, instantly. <laughs> within, like, five minutes. Like, they had no no chance. And we're like, well, why did you do that? I'm just, I'm just wondering, like, what their plan was. And yeah. then... Like, later, some dude snuck his way onto our boat, and I think he, like, jumped onto the ladder, and we that weren't... awesome. We didn't really know he was there, and at some point, we um, kind of were just screwing around because, we, like, we're just sailing around, and sure. then all of a sudden, he's in the, like, the crew area with us, and he just kills us both, and we're like... Well, that was weird. And then, obviously, we're going to spawn, though. So we yeah. respawn on our ship, and he's trying to fill the rowboat with our loot. <laughs> <laughs> and so we just kill him. And he, like, almost had it filled up, and he actually got the rowboat into the water. And then Vinny jumped onto it. and Or, like, actually swam out to the boat, and I turned it around. And I was just like, well, what was his plan? Because... Option one, he got the loot into the boat and died. And option two is, like, he actually got away in the boat. And then we just would turn the boat around and catch him. Because there's no way he's going to outrun you in a rowboat. And, like, his buddy's ship was not anywhere near us. Maybe he's a really fast paddler. And it's just, like, I'm, I'm just, like, wondering, in the best case scenario, what, what was your plan? I mean, I guess... Uh... If you're really just playing like for the lulls, the only choice you have at that point, if he can get in the rowboat and get away from you, is to sink his rowboat. In which case, you lose all your stuff too, right. unless you can swim down and get it. So, I mean, I guess if your end game is really just to screw with people, that's probably right, but a, a pretty funny way to screw with people to make them sink their own stuff. Right, and like that's funny, but wouldn't you just grab the treasure and throw it overboard? Yeah, but I think there's something to be said for making another player sink their own stuff. Like, you taking their stuff and throwing it over the, the side, funny. You making another player sink their own rowboat to sink their own treasure is funnier. Yeah, maybe, I mean, but the the likelihood of it happening 
That's just like I I think that their plan is funny, except it's near impossible. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. So I was just I was just like, what? I don't know. But That's it was why we need Sea of Thieves private servers. Let's be honest. Yeah. The thing is, it's it's like ninety nine percent of the time, it's never even a problem, and most people like, hey, you wanted to join alliance? No. Okay, you're hostile. You either fight. Or one person's fighting and the other one runs and you kind of just get the sense and then you stop because you end up wasting time because you'll never catch me. Like if I want to get away from you, you will not catch me and then you'll waste 35 minutes and no one wants to just waste 35 minutes chasing because that's not fun. So like almost every encounter is fine and it's never a problem unless someone just totally wants to troll you, which obviously those people exist. We know that. But other than that. The real question is, is how, how are fire grenades and fire oh, cannons? Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> um, the new update, they've, it's, it's just incredible. Um, from the fire, which is cool, but it seems like they've tweaked everything just enough that you feel like you're constantly doing things. Um, like you're finding more loot in the waters all the time. So it seems like, Every few minutes or so, you're like, oh, there's loot in the water. Let's pull over and get it. Oh, this is there. Let's do that. Oh, this is there. Oh, now we're at the island. Oh, we're digging our stuff up. Oh, now we got to go here. And they've, with the new event, they have these ashen keys and ashen chests. And you need the keys to get in the chest. So when you get those, you unlock it. And then you get one of the tomes. If you get all five tomes, then you can unlock all the special cosmetics. But the combination of all those things, you're... You seem to be getting so much loot so fast that it's, it feels really good and the pacing is perfect. And now you're getting more doubloons, which doubloons you used to only get from like commendations. Sure. So you'd get the achievement and you'd get doubloons. And those doubloons can be used in the tavern to buy the special cosmetics that are kind of like timed exclusives. Sure. And those were harder to grind out, but now you can actually find them emergently in the game. Um, through the Reaper's chests, which are, um, I guess, just chests that you used to have to do a specific voyage from. Now you can actually find them. And then the new Ashen chests actually have doubloon pouches and gold pouches and things like that in them, too. So they've just figured out a way to make all the loot in the game just pace the game better, I think. Um and it's it's just a more fun experience, and it, it's it's noticeable after this update. And Very I think cool. additions of fire bombs and things like that too just make it more interesting um, because your ship can catch fire, um, like How a gunpowder barrel explodes, uh, bucket water on it. Oh. So, so and if now your ship is sinking and on fire at the same time. It's like you can just it's perfect. You get some water right. out of the hole. So if you're you yeah, if you put out the ship exactly. Um, and you also have a water barrel inside, so you can pull the handle, it fills up the bucket of water, and then you can bail it out as well, sure. and you get like three bails. So it's kind of tricky, and it's generally easier if you have a hole in your ship to put out the fire, but um, it, wait, it's, wait, pretty, so, it's pretty interesting. So if your ship's on fire and you get hit by a cannonball and your ship's taking on water, it'll put out the fire? If it's downstairs, it probably will. If it's up, you have to b- bail the water out of the sinking ship up, and then... I love that so, so much. It's it, so weird and emergent. It it is, and 
it's so much more emergent now because they've basically made everything be able to happen in the wild. So like yeah. all the skeleton captains, just they can happen now. So often you'll go to the island and there's there'll be more stuff. You won't just go to an island and there's nothing on it and just dig up a chest. It's like, oh, you'll go to an island and there's an emergent skeleton captain that will give you orders to go find an ashen key or something. So it, there's a lot of stuff happening that I think people played early on. Maybe been like, well, what do you do? It's I think some people are going to feel that way still, sure. but um, yeah. there's just I, a lot more more stuff going on, and it feels I'd have to like hop a better on pace. with you and, and Vinny and play sometime because I think that th- that's usually I think the thing is even now when I play, I get I'm like I just don't know what's going on. I don't know where to yeah. go. I don't know what to do. And I, right, I and if you really, haven't played until now, now there's so much more stuff. You're like literally, what is all this stuff? Yeah. Um, one, that would be fun for us because we almost always sail on the two-person ship. So <laughs> it would be fun to, to get the three- or four-person ship occasionally sure. um, out there. But, man, there's so much stuff to do. I think I think people that might just want to experience it for a little bit, like him and I are really trying to grind out gold and, and get a lot of the cool items and stuff. Um, so we are probably the outliers, and but people who might just want to jump in and have some fun for a night I think can really can really enjoy what the game is now. I think that's cool. I think that's really cool. Good uh, stuff. What else do you play? I've been playing Pokemon a lot, but I've talked about that, and I'll talk about it more maybe next week. But have, the other game I played one was... one of the huge Pokemon? Oh, I finally did start raiding, and I was actually raiding with people on my couch. So there was three of us nice. sitting next to each other doing raids together, and that that is a blast. It's, it's super fun. Um, little twist on the same game you've been playing for... 20 years now so it is exciting to see those new features and that's cool that is fun um but i started playing hunt showdown last night with my buddy um because it was on sale and i'm like well i've i've been wanting to to try this game and so i sent him a message like sell me on this game like do i want to play this game and he's the perfect person to ask because he'll always convince you um that yeah be, just the way he talks about things he's so excited about it and he's also put like 400 hours into the game so he's the right person to ask, like, what is this game actually? Um, and to me, so far, my first impression is it's exactly the experience I want when I play a game like PUBG or the other Battle Royales because it has more environmental stuff going on because um, it's more PvPVE. And I think, I think it's 10-player or maybe five teams, but those can be singles, duos, or trios. Sure. Um, in I don't I that I'm still figuring out, but you you get clues to the monster to fight the boss, but you're also surviving from other players. So, so like the idea um, is is you each team goes in and then tries to kill the monster in that level, but then they have to like get its like body essentially out of the level without getting killed. Yeah, you get I can't or remember what it's, or it's I, yeah I can't remember what it's called, but yeah you retrieve something and then take it to the the um extraction point for lack of a better word like the horse and buggy um because it is set in like the late 1800s or early 1900s i can't remember exactly 1895 i just looked it up 1895 um yeah so and that's kind of the fun too is you're using weapons of the 1895 era so you're not using um any automatic weapons it's all semi-auto bolt action single action six shooter whatever sure um, but they'll also do a lot of damage, so it's realistic in that sense too. But 
a lot of the game relies on sound too. The sound design is great. So you're listening for birds, you're listening for twigs snapping, you're listening for uh, certain environmental cues to give away positions of things. Or if a dog is barking over here, so not only are those dogs potentially hostile to you, but they can give away your positions. Chickens can do the same thing. Um, flocks of birds will fly out and, and show you um, the position. Similar to Evolve was that way, and Evolve sure. is a game I really wanted to like. The 1v4 game yep. that I don't just never quite took off, and I think this game is very much that, but I guess better in a way. Um, and pits people versus people, so um, I look forward to playing it more. Um, it is interesting that you hire um, like a mercenary and recruit them to play for you, and you are that character, and you kind of equip them, which I've always liked games where you have to like purchase things, kind of like Counter-Strike, where you purchased your loadout, went and played, sure. whatever. Like I like that idea. In this one, you purchase your stuff, you load out. If that character dies, they're gone. You have to recruit a new one and then do the same thing. But if they survive, then that character becomes better. Interesting. And that character will level up. But once they're dead, then they're gone. They're dead. So. Did you find, like, from a... Because, I mean, obviously there's two win conditions for... Well, I guess our... I mean, is it is it possible for no one to actually win around? Like, so if... Let's say that you killed all the other players, all the other players, but then got right. killed by the monster. Does everybody lose that round? I think so, because I think you do have to escape. Interesting. And we did happen to win a round... Um, and the thing is, I don't think you actually know that everyone's dead. So the game oh. doesn't necessarily end until you do escape. Oh, so okay. you could die from the environmental stuff that's happening and, yeah, not escape, right? So Interesting. Because um, the idea is to survive the round. And, and I, so-, so I think, in theory, you could, in fact, survive and not win. Sure. I, I think, um, because like I said, I didn't, we didn't know if anyone was, was still alive when we met the extra- extraction point and left. Um, but you have to wait there for 30 seconds or so. So you can be attacked at that point sure. in the game, but you have to wait for that timer to count down and actually escape and be victorious so, so can you kind of like, can you cut your losses in a match and go like, Hey, I've gotten some XP. I've gotten some kills. I don't know where the monster is. I don't know, you know, what's going on. Nor am I in shape to kill a monster, hit the extraction point, and then keep your characters and the XP and stuff they get? Or is there nothing to be gained by leaving before you win? Right. I I would say yes, but maybe you don't even have to hit the extraction point. You just have to wait until someone else does, maybe. Sure. Um, So I don't know if there's actually a timer on the game. I still have to learn all these intricacies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was kind of focused on the mechanics. Um, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which are a little different because, like, your every weapon, like your default, like I'm going to say, left click is melee, and then you have to hold right click to go into like I'm going to fire this weapon, and then you hit shift to actually look down the sights. So it's it's a little more complicated. Interesting. Than, and I think there's actually two. It like asks you when you want to play: Are you playing more stealthy or gunslinger? And I, I assume if it's gunslinger, it's more like a traditional shooter where you're like, I'm going to shoot first, melee second, and then the stealth control scheme, which my buddy suggested, was the I'm probably going to be quiet, melee first, 
and then shoot last. So I think sure. depending on how you plan to play it, the control scheme is slightly different. Um, that's my guess anyway. It's super interesting. Uh, I'm very excited to play more, so I actually know what I'm talking about. But just from first impressions, it's a really interesting game with a lot cool. going on. Very cool. Yeah, no, I, it's it's been a game that I've been... I've like thought about trying a couple times, but I didn't know anyone that played it. So maybe I don't know. We'll see. Right. Maybe I don't. I don't have a lot of time for that kind of game. No, but, but I think it's definitely more enjoyable than like yeah. a PUBG where you're against ninety nine people. Like it does start to seem ridiculous when you play a game that kind of has the same feeling with ten people. The yep. games go much quicker. Yep. Way more is going on, and you're not burning all this time waiting for 99 other people to die I, I don't know it just it it's it's interesting it was it kind of proved the theory i had that you don't need 100 people for a battle royale game because you'll yeah. get the exact same experience with 12 yep. because it, you'll never encounter 98 other 99 other people so it's really just excessive at that point yeah. and i think that's no. true and this game shows that so interesting end uh, scene yeah, if, if it sounds like something you'd like, it's uh, 40 bucks on Xbox. Um, it's on sale right now for 24 on Steam, normally 40 So give it a go. I've, I, like I said, I, I remember two, uh, a year or two ago, like PC Gamer came back with, like, this is the best game at E3. So there are right. definitely fans. And it runs on the Crytek engine, so you know it's going to look good, too. It so. looks good. Yeah. Cool. Uh, all right. So Colby and I played a lot of the same games, but before we get into that, he also played Ruiner. Tell me about I Ruiner. I did. Um, it's like a cyberpunk, like top-down shooter. It's free on Game Pass. Uh, you know how and I like Game free. Pass PC. Um, I haven't played it a ton. Oh, I remember this game. This game looks dope. Yeah, like basically last night when you're like, do you want to do the podcast? I'm like, sure. And then I realized I'm like, I haven't played anything but the two <laughs> games I played last week. I'm like, eh, I'll start something up to see what, you know, I want to do next. And uh, I started playing a game called Munchkin. Yeah. That's new to. Yeah. You got the Munchkin Quacked Quest? I did. Um, it totally seems like a game that you should have more than one person playing. Right. Um and was one of those things that's like, here's a whole bunch of stuff you have to remember. I'm like, it is 9 o'clock at night. I don't <laughs> care. What else do I have? And uh, Ruiner was already downloaded. And I'm like, we'll give this a go. And uh, so I played about an hour and a half. I mean, it's only like a five-hour game. And it's fun. Yeah, um, this looks really cool. I wish it controlled slightly better. Yeah. Um, because it is kind of like a twin stick shooter ish thing sure and i don't think it quite controls like it needs to but it's still fun and you know shooting people with a shotgun and watching them explode is always a good time yeah no i remember seeing this game somewhere and i don't remember if it's like watching the video when it came to game pass or uh i just caught it somewhere else but this game looks like visually is very cool looking the funny thing is, is I thought it was a different game. Um, oh. There was another game I played on Game Pass that seems like it was vaguely like this, except it was way more of a kind of like third-ish person perspective. Sure. And uh, you had like a, I don't know, stick. It didn't seem like there was guns in it. I yeah. have no idea what it was. I thought that was this game. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll try this. But... Uh, 
yeah, so I just played it out of the blue, and it it's good. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, yeah, free on Game Pass, obviously. It's 8 bucks right now on Steam through December 3rd, so that sounds like something you're into. It is on sale as part of the, I don't know, Black Friday Steam sale. Yeah. Very cool. Um, all right, so what do you want to talk about first? Remnant from the Ashes or Jedi Fallen Order? Um, you you decide, Cliff. Uh, let's we'll end on Remnant because it's probably a more positive thing to talk about. <laughs> okay, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. So I'm I don't I have no idea how far I'm into this game because I keep playing it in really weird chunks. Well, and um, also because you go back to different worlds, and I haven't done that I, yet. Yeah, so you do. I, Jedi Fallen Order is the first. Like I said, I played Ashen, and it was probably the first Souls like that I played and kind of liked. And I think Jedi Fallen Order, I, I started out thinking, like, I might like this game. Like, I love Star Wars. I, I think it's got a pretty good story. Um, but every single time I go into combat in this game, it just feels like crap. Like, I hate the combat in this game so much. Every time I try and move and do something, yeah. I think it feels kind of garbagey. It's like I keep getting... And, and like, I don't want to say that the the people you're fighting get harder it just seems like they start putting more of them into the game where all of a sudden i'm going from fighting like one on two or one on three to all of a sudden i'm fighting these one on seven one on eight with one of the guys being kind of like a not a boss but like a bigger harder character that's going to take a lot of fighting and i keep because it's a stamina based game and in this case stamina is the force um or is there a separate stamina bar too? I don't no, know. There's, there's a separate all sorts stamina of bar and bars and crap and like I just don't I don't I can't get behind the idea that first of all I'm a Jedi and I spend a lot of this game feeling and like granted you're a Jedi Padawan, you know, whatever. I, I, I spend a lot of this game feeling very underpowered and klutzy and like I'm not in control of my own body. But I also do a lot of things where I'm like, I want to, you know, I hit my slow button and either it doesn't work because it just doesn't work or it doesn't work because I'm out of stamina. And then some grunt or storm you trooper hits me in the face. Or you weren't pointing yeah. slightly right at the stormtrooper, and so it just kind of like hits the guy behind him. Yeah, right. And it's yeah. like, I want to enjoy this game and I enjoy, I kind of enjoy the environments and I enjoy kind of wandering around and doing, you know, I, I enjoy looking at things and climbing places and solving the kind of environmental puzzles. But every time I see a bad guy, I'm just like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't, I don't, I want to avoid this stormtrooper instead of having to figure out a way to kill him with a lightsaber. And that should absolutely be what I want to do. I should want to kill that stormtrooper with a lightsaber because I'm a badass Jedi and it looks fun. But it's just it's just not. I just don't enjoy it. It's way more fun just to force push him off of things. It is. And I think that's the thing I'm finding is that I... Except I, you can only do it like twice and then you're like, oh, I'm out of force power. Well, and I was reading an article yesterday and they, you know, they made a really good point that the way you gain your force back is by killing things. And that seems Just like, like the real force. Yeah, it's like the most un-Jedi thing in the entire world. Like it's a it's a game that is incentivizing you even inside the gameplay to kill more bad guys because that's how you get XP and that's how you get more force powers. So like... It's literally taking what the movie tells you about being a good guy Jedi and going like, 
Well, I mean, except if you want things, it's perfectly fine as a Jedi to kill things if you want things. I'm not sure there's a way to make a game where you don't do that. There's absolutely, it would be so boring, but I kind of also wonder if that's why it's more fun to play... As a Sith? As a Sith. (laughs) Like, I mean, and I think the funny thing is, is I'm generally one of those people that when I'm playing a video game, play as the good guys. Like, in in Mass Effect, I'm the, like, choose the most goody two-shoes thing you could ever pick. But playing as a as a Jedi is so dull. So so here you go. Switch the roles. Make it so you are the second sister or the seventh sister. I can't remember which one she is. I don't know. She's and, dope, though. And you're chasing down a Jedi. It right? could be that Cal guy. And just replace all the stormtroopers with, you know, the rebels and stuff like that. And you have force powers. Can we get rid of every single rope? Every single rope. Oh my god! They're like if you have my played... favorite. My favorite thing about the ropes is the amount of times I've jumped and been next to a rope, and because like it just doesn't quite see that there's a rope there, I just fall to my death. I'm like, dude, you could have just stuck out your hand and grabbed that rope. I've done it a couple times with like cliffs that you jump to and grab on that like. I was slightly off, and so instead of grabbing onto the cliff edge, he's like, well, I'm just going to fall to my death. I'm like, please, maybe just maybe just grab that rope. So in the in the second like planet you go into this game, there's a huge, huge, huge bunch of times where you'll be like sliding down an icy incline like you're on a, a roller skates or a skateboard, I guess. I hate the sliding. They're terrible. And you so have very bad. little control over how you're moving. And then at the end of that thing, you've got to jump and catch a rope that's dangling out there. And so it, it means two things. Like, first of all, you have to control where you are on the ice so that you hit the right point at the bottom to jump off and catch the rope. But it also means that you have to, like, time everything perfectly. And if you don't, you just die. And then it puts you back up at the top of the sliding ice thing again and again. I mean, there have been times where I will miss that rope catch ten times in a row. And there are a couple times where I've gotten the first rope and then you swing across and then I swing off and miss and then there are more times where you swing off and do it and then there's just another slidey place with another rope at the bottom and if you miss that rope it takes you back to the first rope. start yep oh my uh, there was God. i did one on saturday where you slide down and jump to a rope and then you have to jump from that rope to another rope and then you jump from that rope to a slidey bit where you slide for a real short period of time, but it's on like an L. Uh-huh. So you, you hit. And then you've got to jump from that to a place where you can grab on. And I could do – I could either like, you know, about 90% of the time I couldn't hit that second rope because I was just slightly off. Or if I actually made it past that jumping to that place where you grab on, you couldn't position yourself to – because it was like a – fairly small portion of the wall that you could grab onto and I couldn't get it to where I slid down on a curve and jumped to that and I tried it maybe 12 times yeah it's terrible and I I guess the thing that is in my head is I'm like you're a Jedi you just need to pull that rope three inches and like hey rope like I you'll learn that skill I guess but I it makes me very frustrated it makes me very frustrated I, I am also exceptionally frustrated by th- the Wookiee so, hair. Oh, God. <laughs> so I finally got to K- Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk, which I don't No word should have 
three Ys in it. But Kashyyyk should. I guess. Whatever. It's where the it's where Wookiees live, Cliff. Yeah, but have you ever heard a Wookiee say Kashyyyk? No. Like that's Have not... you ever heard a Wookiee say anything? Yeah, they're like Rrr. That doesn't sound like Kashyyyk. Have you ever heard well, a Wookiee maybe... go Kashyyyk? Actually, maybe that it's does like uh, sound like it now yeah, that you say that. I mean hundred percent. But also Shoot. maybe it's like Germany where, you know, like they call it Deutschland. They don't call it Germany. Either way, the Wookiees on Kashyyyk are Colby, Colby, Xbox 360 era. It's not even that. Like I think Colby said what he thought they looked like earlier, and I think it nails it. Tell me, tell me what you said again. I said that they looked like they made the model and went like, okay, this is just a stand-in. We'll go back and we'll make the you know detail it, make it so hairs that look like hair, and uh, we'll do that. And then towards the end, they shipped it and went like, hey, did did someone change the Wookie model? And they didn't. It's terrible. It and like, granted, like full, full credit to the developers, full credit to their artists. Hair in video games is almost impossible to make. It is so hard to do well, and 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 that's just when you have to deal with like the hair on somebody's head, let alone a giant seven foot eight man covered in hair. But the hair looks literally like they cut strips of paper, and like drew hair on it with a marker and maybe took a pair of scissors and kind of like feathered the bottom a little bit and then just like glued it to a person and then repeated that 2000 times. It doesn't, it doesn't even look remotely real. And it's kind of one of those things where if you had to, like if you were forced, if it, if it forced, (laughs) if, if you're making this game and you're like, Hey, we're going to set some of this on Kashyyyk. And they're like, I don't know if we can make a Wookiee guys. And, and someone's like, well, let's try it. If they tried it and they looked at that Wookiee and then were like, Hey, that's good enough. I think that'll work. They were very, very, very wrong because they look terrible. As soon as you rescue them, like the end of that mission, you, you rescue them and and you get them all out. And there's one that's just like sitting against the wall, like banging its fists against the side of this wall. And I'm like, he thinks he looks stupid too. It's, (laughs) it's terrible. Um, I yeah. I also hate the save system with every fiber of my being. Like I uh, so on Sunday I needed to do something once my wife got home and I spent there was a there's a section in the game where I mean like the save points are generally fairly close together. They're close enough, I, but at the same time, when was the last time you played a game with save points? Uh, oh yeah, no, no, I get it, but it was also like there was a point where it was I played for probably 25 minutes yeah. and did not see a save point. And I don't know if I missed them somehow, but I mean it's a fairly not on rails kind of thing, but I don't know how I would have missed them. Yeah. I, the other th- problem with the save points is, is every time you save, you're given the option to refill your health or not. And if you refill your health, what it does is it also brings back every single bad guy in the entire level. And I just don't understand, especially in story mode. Like, I'm playing it on super easy, easy story mode. I don't understand at all why they would do that. It's just, yeah. it's a, I mean, first of all, it doesn't make any sense from the, the lore. Like, it's not like every time a Jedi saves, every guy he's ever killed comes back to life. That would be a really weird movie. But, you know, like, the Death Star just, like, reforms. <laughs> Everyone's fine. Oh, man, Luke saved. <laughs> you know? And it's like, 
I don't understand why they even think this is a good idea. But on top of that, it's a terrible idea. I think Dark Souls doesn't. I guess, but either way, it sucks. And I'll be honest, I had completely forgotten that you have, like, little stims that can give you life. And so I'm going through these levels. I'm, like, almost dead. I'm like, (laughs) what do I do? I don't want to save because every single thing I killed will come back to life. But I don't know, or or even like I was playing, I think it was actually on Kashyyyk, there's this part where you come in and there's these two ginormous spiders that are fighting against a bunch of um, stormtroopers and flame troopers and stuff. The flame troopers also I hate, I hate, 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 hate. Yeah, they kind of suck. They suck. And so I'm like, well, shit, I'm not going to do anything here. I, there's, there's a way I can get around all this crap, right? And so I'm just like, I skip this entire part. I come around, and I come back, and I'm working through all these tunnels, and I get back to this big open area. I'm like, oh, cool, there's a save point up there. But, like, I'm almost dead. Like, I've encountered a bunch of things. So I sit down and save and fill my health and come back out. I'm like, oh, man, I'm just back in that place with those two spiders and the, like, 20 stormtroopers. <laughs> And they're all alive again. And this time, yep. the stormtroopers did not kill the spiders. So I had to. <laughs> it's like, mm. people, Vinny told me before, this game gets better. And it's going to have to get a lot better. Like, a lot better. I'm sure I'm going to beat it because I like Star Wars. I like the lore and blah, 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 blah. But the game's just not I'm, I'm having fun with it. It's just that there's parts of it that just... they it. it the game to me doesn't seem very polished. No, absolutely um, not. And that's my like main complaint is that it just there just seems to be a lot of like things where I'm like, it seems like a little thing that would have been fixed huh. in some sort of beta. So I need to post this video, but I was playing it the other day. And do you remember the first time you fight? Like, I don't know what they are. They're they're Imperial like Jedi ish guys. They're not Jedi, yeah, obviously, yeah. but they're. they're they're, I keep trying uh, trying to remember. They're not uh, Death Troopers. They're yeah, but they're big the ones beefy, with the purple blades. Yeah, big beefy dudes with these giant like purple. Um, they're not lightsabers, that, but they're one of those sticks. vibro blades. Vibro blades. Yeah, and you walk through this door, and he's like, "Ha ha! Now I will fight you." And I'm like, "Okay." And then the door shuts behind me. And my character's inside the door, but my camera's outside the door. <laughs> and I'm like, what What do I do? And so I'm, like, moving my camera sideways so I can, like, kind of see inside. But I'm also just pressing random buttons, hoping that I can, like, try and land a hit on this bad guy. <laughs> and the, the best part about it is I actually did beat him somehow. I must have just, like, landed a couple of lucky lightsaber hits. But, I mean, it was so stupid. But that and, but that's why I was dead. And that's why I had to use my, my – to get more health at the save point. Because I got killed by a dude inside a room that I couldn't see. And there's just a lot of weird little glitches like that. And things where you can see – where like cutscenes are supposed to start and they they like jitter back to the real world before they do like the entire game just feels like it's just not quite there it's 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 a little i don't know it's it's but, absolutely a game that i would if you like souls likes it's probably a game that you will absolutely love if you like star wars it's probably worth playing but if you don't like souls likes it's a hard sell it's a really hard sell especially for 60 bucks 
they're also not vibro blades. I can't remember what those are called. Whatever. They're I'm the, sorry. They're the they're the they're the weapons that they give to the Imperials that cannot get cut in half by a lightsaber. That's what they're called. Are they force pikes? I, I don't know. Ooh, force pikes does sound right. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Like, I think the funny thing is you see them in the movie like twice and every single person, every single planet you go to has one in this game. So according to Wikipedia, they are electro staffs. I love just that. It's called Wikipedia. That makes me very Wikipedia. happy. Yeah. Wikipedia. Yeah. It's good. All right. So uh, remnant from the ashes. Uh, we talked about this purge trooper. Purge Trooper. There we go. Sorry. I'm trying to remember it. Remnant from the Ashes. Um, I don't think we have a lot to say about this past what we said. Game's hard. Game's real hard, but it's still really enjoyable. Um, It's kind of weird for me to be playing. Like, I hate Dark Souls, and so it's kind of weird for me to be playing two Souls-likes at the same time. But Remnant from the Ashes just like frankly feels better than Jedi Fallen Order does. I I was going to say, it seems weird that one of them is a, like, pretty big triple a game from ea that uh you know feels somehow worse than the i mean it, granted it's from you know ubisoft but it's a 40 dollar game from ubisoft oh is it's it like i a, didn't even realize it was a ub game to be honest i think it's a ubisoft yeah, i may be. be wrong on that it's i mean at the end of the day it's a game that i did not pay a penny for because it's in game pass so whatever yeah. um you know, it, it is it is hard. and But honestly, like, the game itself isn't super hard. It's um, it's more like the bosses are really hard. Yeah. it's uh, Apparently it's from Gunfire Games. I don't know where I got Ubisoft. I don't know. Per, pu- Perfect World Entertainment is the publisher. So, mm. whatever. I mean, it's, like, the bosses are really rough. The bosses are super rough. Like, I think we are actually to the point in our two-player game where... We we hit the first boss and we're like, well, this guy's impossible, and so we decided to go a different way to see if we could level up a little bit more, and we did. And then we hit another boss. We're like, well, this boss is real hard too. <laughs> so uh, either we find a third way to go, and we keep doing it, or we're just gonna have to grind those bosses. But it doesn't feel bad. Like, no. I, I'm having a really good time with it. It's really the gunplay is pretty decent. Um, the bad guy design is pretty fun. I like the kind of, I don't want to say superpowers you get, but you can essentially like imbue your gun with different special power up kind of things. And now that I'm figuring out how to use those a little bit better, like it's really helping the gameplay. Yeah. You know? So like I said, I think we said the same thing last week is if you have game pass and you have a friend that also has Game Pass, I guess. Get that friend and go play Remnant from the Ashes together because it's a really good time. So give that a shot. Anything else to add to that, Cole? No, no. I, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, same, same. And I'm just not enjoying Jedi Fallen Order a no, lot. No, not. So, like I said, I'm going to beat it. Not but as much. Whatever. Uh, I think we're going to talk about our patrons for a little bit because our patrons are fantastic people who give us money every month. And I'll be honest, like people that give me money every month are some of my favorite people. Is that, does that sound wrong? No, seems right. Cool. 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 Uh, anyway, these fine folks, uh, are in our 
producer level, and that means that they give us enough money every month that we say their name. And it's actually these are actually some of my favorite people. Like even if these people didn't give me money, they would still be some of my favorite people because they are the people that hang out on our Discord. They're the people that send us questions every month. They're the people that uh, you know talk to us on Facebook. So these these are all good folk. Like uh, like Operator Jack. I actually missed a message from him last week because he's in Australia and our time zones are way off. And so I, I'm sorry I missed you, Jack. But hit me up again. We'll talk. Uh, Joe Cold Jr., John Tippins, Megan Phillips, Tom McDermott, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, and Kevin Schuld. Thank you all so much for your patronage. You are wonderful, wonderful people. Um, if you would like to become one of our patrons and have me say your name on this podcast and every other podcast that we do, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast and join that illustrious group of people. Uh, we have levels from $1 to $10. One buck still gets you access to our podcast early. Like we're, we're doing this one on Tuesday, so presumably people will get to listen to it on Tuesday instead of having to wait all the way until Thanksgiving. So, I mean, how much podcast time do you have on Thanksgiving? Not a lot, probably. Quite a bit. Oh, yeah, actually, I'm going to have a ton of time to listen to podcasts on Thanksgiving, but we don't need to yeah. say that here. All right, Dylan. It's podcasts like, are way better than your family. Way, They're the like, family you choose. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, except for Colby. He's actually my family. So that still works yes. out, though. I'd hang out with you on Thanksgiving. Technically. You could listen to me on a podcast. But I'm also on this podcast. That'd be weird. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You need your own podcast so I can listen to that one instead. I'll get right on that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dylan, it is your turn. News! Dang, that was good. Someone just sent me a virus in my work email, and that seems really rude. Trying to send me a, a virus while they're trying to sell me small, medium, and large brackets. That's... What kind of brackets? I don't know. Brackets, I guess. Anyway. Like for hanging you. a shelf? Sure. Brackets. Small, medium, and large cool. ones. All right, news. First up, news is weird this week. Like, there's a lot of it, but none of it's very deep. It's like it's like shallow pool news, but that's okay. Um, XCloud, you may have heard of it. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Excellent. Heard of it. See, you heard of it. At XO19 or X019 or Hugs and Kisses19, whatever it's called, uh, Kareem... Hmm... Chowdhury? Chowder. No, I, I don't think he's French. His last name is not Chowder. Chowder. I think it's probably Chaudhry, <laughs> if I had to guess. Kareem, Chowder. Kareem Chowder. Kareem Chowder, um, who is the head of xCloud and who we've just grievously offended, I apologize, Kareem, was quoted as saying, quote, in terms of Project xCloud exclusives, we're in early talks with first and third parties, but we don't have any announcements to share. New content and IP takes 18 months to two years to develop. And so he said that and everyone was like, oh my God, there's going to be xCloud exclusives that I can't play on my Xbox? I don't know why those people have that accent. I apologize to anyone. What accent was that? I I'm hoping it's made up so I didn't just offend anyone who actually talks that way. Is that fair? It's a ch- it's a chowder accent. No, from, that's just from the land of chowder. Chowder. Um, chowder. Anyways, people were real mad because they thought that there might be Xbox X Cloud games that they wouldn't be able to play on their 
actual Xbox, um, which luckily was later clarified to IGN from a representative of Microsoft, an unnamed representative, so just some rando on the Microsoft campus, and said, quote, we're very early in the multi-year journey for Project X Cloud, which is currently in public preview. We are investigating a variety of new capabilities made possible by the cloud. However, we remain committed to an approach with game streaming that is complementary to console and have no plans for cloud-exclusive content at this time, which raises two questions for me. One, I guess it's not a question, it's more of a statement. It does not appear that there will be xCloud exclusive games right now, which is good. Like, there is, there are Stadia exclusive games that you can literally only play if you have Stadia. So, cool for that, I guess. Um, the other thing is, is, do you think you go to, like, school and take classes in how to write press releases and press responses that say a whole bunch of nothing but in four or five sentences? Probably. Is that like a class? You went to college. Yeah, I think that's how every... Well, I think that's how everyone learns how to write their papers because they only have about one page of things they want to say and they have to write five pages. So they just repeat themselves five times and then you realize that they actually didn't say anything new. It's just the same thing repeated five times. What was the Civil War? (laughs) To learn more about the Civil War, we have to look at the causes of the Civil War. (laughs) What causes, you ask? Some of the causes of the Civil War. Uh, It just seems like it would be so much easier to say, hey, you know, xCloud is pretty early, um, but we're pretty sure there will not be any exclusives, at least right now, but things change. I they they should have just come out with the dude going, I don't know. Yeah, right. I, I think the thing is 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 you know that if they do decide to make an X Cloud exclusive, like no one's gonna come out and say like, Oh hey, we changed our mind. They're just gonna make one and go Well, you know, sometimes in a large multi platform world we sometimes encounter opportunities in which it allow us to blah anyway, <laughs> no X Cloud exclusives for right now. Uh, next up, Half-Life Alex. And Alex is A-L-Y-X, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But every time I see it, I almost want to like sound it out to see what word that might be when, in fact, it's just Alex. It's a Wookiee I think it's name. Alex. It, it, a Wookiee a... name. It doesn't need three more Ys. Alex. Um <laughs> Anyway, Half-Life Alex might just be the beginning. Uh, the Verge asked designer David... S- why didn't? Why aren't any of these people's last name like Williams? Uh, David Spryer? If... Uh, you got Spryer out of that, Cliff? Where's that first R? Spayer? 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 I don't know. It's not a name. That's literally not a name. Anyway, they asked David S., if uh, the announcement of Half-Life Alex was a return to Half-Life and if they could expect more games in the series now that Valve has, like, finally decided to make a new Half-Life game after 15 years or whatever. And the reply uh, by good old David S. was, it is probably no surprise that many people at Valve have been wanting to get back to the Half-Life universe for a long time, and this experience has only reinforced that. In the process of creating Half-Life Alex, we've had to explore new ways to let stories with these characters... Wait, we have to explore new ways to tell stories with these characters in this world, and we've discovered a lot of new gameplay experiences that go beyond what we've been able to do before. Of course, we'll have to wait and see how people react to Half-Life Alex once it's out, but we'd love to continue pushing forward. So... I guess that's yes. Is that yes? That was a lot of words for yes again. <laughs> yes. Anyway, 
the the kind of overwhelming belief is that if Half-Life Alex sells well, which I'm sure it will sell well for a VR game, but I don't know what that means in a world where there's only like a million VR headsets, so whatever. Maybe uh, 40%? Maybe? So, so I guess what I would say is if you like Half-Life, even if you don't have a VR headset, you should buy Half-Life Alex and just like keep it. You won't be able to play it but you'll be able to look at it in your Steam library, and that should be good enough for you um, if it makes them bring out Half-Life 3 or Half-Life 2 Episode 3 or, I don't know, Half-Life 4. Maybe the best idea is just to skip straight to Half-Life 4 at this point. Does that Why make sense? do you think they're doing it on VR? Um, you know, I actually read an article on this, and I tried really hard to find it for the show notes, and I could not find it, so it also might have been like a fever dream. Um, but I had heard that they started developing this game and it was not actually going to be a Half-Life game, that it was just a VR title that they were working on. And at some point during development, they realized that it could work really well within the Half-Life universe. So either that's true or I just made it up. It could go either way. I will let you decide, I guess. Does that sound plausible? I'm going with Fever Dream. Okay. It's, I, it's, who knows? It could have been a lot of anything. Uh, another interesting rumor that had been kind of circle, circulating. <laughs> Jesus. It's only Percolate. Tuesday, folks. Uh, another interesting rumor that had been circulating, which is nothing like the last word I said, uh, is that if you have Stadia Pro, right, you pay 10 bucks a month for Stadia Pro, it lets you buy video games at a discount, kind of like how Game Pass lets you buy Xbox games at a discount. Um, but the rumor was is that if you canceled Stadia Pro, you wouldn't get to keep those games, um, which would be really crappy. But the problem was is these rumors were circulating on websites that were not in English. So people were looking – I think the first one came out on an Italian website. And so people took this Ital- – this Italian answer fed it into Google Translate and got an answer back. And they're like, oh, my God, we don't get to keep our Stadia games. And then, like, an hour later, they're like, no, 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 no. This other thing says we do. And they're like, I know it's in German, but if you take this German answer from the Stadia website and plug it into Google Translate, it says that you get to keep them. And it was... God, I love the Internet. (laughs) It was such an amazing mess for, like... A day or two as people, you know, fed things into various translation engines trying to figure like, I guess I have to figure if you if you have enough friends, one of them speaks Italian, right? Couldn't you just get them to look at it for you? But but maybe not. You'd think there'd be people on Reddit that just speak Italian, but but maybe not. Maybe I've been to Italy, I swear, but maybe it's made up much like Australia. Much like Australia. Well, I mean, Australia has to be fake because the world is flat. Where would Australia be on the bottom? doesn't make any sense. Right? It's on the turtle's tummy. Yeah. And we can't see <laughs> that, I guess. I don't understand. Anyway, uh, Stadia actually had to come out and say, like, hey, guys, stop reading websites and other languages that you don't speak and making assumptions because that's stupid. And, in fact, buying games with your Stadia Pro discount, you do get to keep them afterwards, at least until Google decides that Stadia is a bad idea along with Wave and... um, Google Inbox Plus. and Google Plus and anyway, I'm sure it's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. It'll Google be absolutely, Plex. Yeah, it's going to... No, I think the Google... That's just a number that still exists. Just wait. Okay. <laughs> Google's canceling big numbers next. <laughs> um, other companies that 
make things like billions of dollars uh, is Amazon and Amazon might be announcing a game streaming service next year. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I read this story on like five different news, you know, gaming news things. And literally the story is Amazon might be announcing a game streaming service next year based on some vague talk they've had about people maybe being hired to do it. And I just don't know if I want to live in a world where that's news. Don't they have a game studio? Does does Amazon own one? They do. Um, not only do they own a game studio, they actually have their own game engine called Lumberyard. Ah, that, yeah, I remember hearing something about that. Um, I think what's that? What's that space game that has m- taken in like a hundred bajillion dollars in Kickstarter money? Sky. Yeah, yeah I know what you're something. talking about. Yeah, they that actually runs on Amazon Lumberyard. I mean, um, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, Lumberyard is a is a fork of the Crytek engine, actually, um, that Amazon bought and then renamed Lumberyard. I guess um, the, a lot of the idea behind Amazon's game development stuff is that they very much like xcloud have a bunch of servers and so if you want to do cool multiplayer stuff you can leverage their servers to do things but i think the only game they've even announced was like kind of a character shooter game i'm not even sure it ever launched and then maybe six months ago they canceled another game and laid off like half their video game employees so i don't know i guess i guess amazon makes games sort of um (laughs) I mean, not I with, not with their money. That if they needed to, they couldn't just be like, "Hey, we own this thing now." And well, I mean, this that's thing is EA. I don't know. <laughs> this thing is Sony. Come yeah, on, <laughs> that's that's a good point. Don't think so small. Sony yeah, and I, Nintendo. Yeah, just like it, this is a change we found in Jeff Bezos's couch. Um, pretty sure the only one they don't have enough money to buy is Microsoft. Well, they couldn't buy Microsoft, but they could buy the Xbox Games Division, certainly. That's a good point. (laughs) Uh, And they're just right next door. Like, the people wouldn't even have to change their commute. They just drive a different direction. It's super easy. Um, Anyway, I'm sure Amazon is going to be launching a game streaming service because they have all the infrastructure to do it. They have their own video game dongle, just like Google does. They already have a controller that you can buy the hooks into that dongle. So, I mean... I'm pretty sure it will happen, and I don't. I guess speculative news is news, whatever. So, I, I, I don't imagine it'll be good though. Like I have a really hard time imagining Amazon making a a good game streaming service. But maybe who knows? Uh, next up, this is actually my favorite headline that I wrote. Pokemon is trying to pull a Metallica. Dylan, are you old enough to know that reference? Yeah, I mean, I. Yeah, I understand okay. it. I just wasn't sure. Fire bad. <laughs> Beer good. You, no one's old enough to remember that except for me and Colby. Um, so if you remember back in the wild, wild world of Napster, I want to say, probably late yeah, it was 90s. Napster. It, was, yeah. it was Napster, yeah. 2000, I think. Yeah. Dylan's actually not old enough to actually remember that. He just gets the reference piece that's come forward. Um, oh, I, I, yeah, I, I do. <laughs> I'm like, I remember seven. the, like, I was aware of it. So. <laughs> um, Metallica got really sick of people um, pirating their music, and so they decided to start uh, 
suing users. And unfortunately, this is not exactly that. I'm actually... (coughs) (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, They actually are just suing a handful of their users. But uh, I guess in a world where people are really pissed off about what Pokemon... This particular edition of Pokemon is... um, a lot of that anger came because three people that probably worked for whoever made their uh, strategy guide got some pictures of it and then released it on a Discord server. And then they blew up and went everywhere. And then right after that, some people got some video and leaked it as well. And that's where all that early YouTube pissed off gamer reaction came from. But like neither here nor there Pokemon company is now trying to sue those people, but I would like to read this quote from, um, I don't know. One of the guys involved with the strategy guide. Okay. Quote, the only production facilities employees with proper security clearance have access to the strategy guide during the production process. Those with permission to access the secured areas are not permitted to bring in cellular phones or cameras. So the Pokemon strategy guide is such a like national secret that you aren't allowed to be around it with phones or cameras. And that's ridiculous, right? Like I'm not I'm not crazy in thinking that's crazy, right? I'm going I'm gonna No, I think it's pretty reasonable. Yeah, I actually think it is pretty reasonable. Yeah. Really? I like, mean, it, so you I mean the strategy reasonable... So yeah. so Pokemon is the biggest gaming franchise ever. It has made the most money. Okay, let me let me put this in context, all right? You could we... easily sell those pictures for possibly thousands of dollars. So the three of us have a friend, and I'm not going to say who it is, but we all have a friend that Ted. works... It's Ted. Um, that works at a... Essentially, a government contractor doing government work. He actually has a like a secret level security clearance, and he gets to bring a camera to work on a cell phone. But he has security clearance. Well, so do the, uh, that's what these people hey, are saying. Uh, Only hey, people Cliff? have the right security clearance. You, well, it obviously didn't work. You, so. <laughs> you went to the Nintendo headquarters, right? Yeah, I can. How many pictures did right. they uh, let you take? They let me keep my cell Zero. phone. But I was not able to take any. Yeah. Right. And I mean, all I saw... And that was that we were in the cafeteria. cafeteria. So, um, But at the time, it, too, I'm like, this is crazy and paranoid. Yeah. I mean, the strategy guide literally does have everything in it. Um, so you can't just give that information out. And people can't not. be trusted. You guys are <laughs> probably right. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say you're probably right. Is it... But- Nintendo or Game Freaks that's suing? Game Freak. Yeah. Well, no, the Pokemon company. So, yeah. oh, is it? I, it, I, there's zero reason why you would need your phone in the Pokemon Strategy Guide area, I guess. So, it, I don't think it's a big ask. Because I'm bored. Um, and I want to look at Twitter, like, Dylan. Yeah. Well, you've got a strategy guide. But no, you're working. You're working. You've got a strategy guide. You're not. I'm, yeah, you're. You work next yeah, to me, You know how often I check Twitter during the day when I'm working? Oh, shit. Right. I said that but, out loud. Crap. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's not It's not weird to me. I don't All know. right. I I, 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 I. I definitely am very pro anti spoilers. Like, obviously, if there's an NDA <laughs> or something. Like, you can't leak that information. Like, it's, 
you wish people could just not do it, but it's we don't live in that world. But I think my favorite. If people want you your said, thing to be a. Yeah. No. I <laughs> like and I, keep and it I'm a not, secret. It's meant to be a secret. Keep it that way. I guess. The and if you have is, to restrict people to having not having their phones, like that's what you have to do. See, and, and I just don't believe that it has anything to do with avoiding spoilers or wanting to keep things a secret. Like, that's what companies keep saying. Like, oh, we can't, you know, we couldn't release Jedi Knight early and give it to reviewers because we, we want to make sure all this stuff's a secret. And I think that that's, I think that it is less that and more. We don't want negative reviews of things. And, and frankly, yes, negative reviews of things that are based on incomplete information getting out early. I I agree with that in many cases. In Pokemon, I don't because it's about not spoiling the 36 brand new Pokemon designs that have never been seen before. Those are completely a secret until you play the game. Like, they don't, they only tease like the couple starters early. The other 33, you don't see. You don't see their evolutions. Like, that information is not out there. Like, it's very much this discovery thing for people who have been in love with this franchise for 20 years. Um, I think there are a lot of people excited about that, and they're really trying to mitigate those kinds of leaks because it is it is a very exciting time, I think, every year, every two years for, for players and fans of the franchise. So it, as, as, as weird it, it, it is maybe in other situations, this is the time where it's just completely reasonable. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I have and that's a, of, a guess. That is a I guess. I have a lot of really I, stupid hobbies, and and so I will not comment on <laughs> the feelings of joy that thirty three brand new Pokemon bring to people. I welcome you to live your joy, people. Right. Um, I, I, and it, it does sound silly, but I think that is. I mean, it's it's a really passionate thing that a passionate company is doing for their passionate fans. And that's kind of just the way they do it. So I, I guess I love it. I love it. I'm sorry, I, Dylan. I am taking back everything I said. <laughs> These people should actually have to live there until, um, oh, but I, right. Yeah. It's a, you're just in biodome for <laughs> until the game. I'm guessing if any big thing like this, you know, like if you're in the editing bay for the new Star Wars movie, they probably don't let you have a cell phone. Right. I, I'm very curious now because, like, I I don't. All Maybe. it takes is one person just like, hey, I, mm. I, you know, recorded the last five minutes of the ending, upload to YouTube, lols. I wonder and, if it's more right. just like other companies would have. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wonder if it's more other like other companies have more control over who has access to those things where this is probably a big production facility. There's a lot of moving pieces. There's a lot of artists and a lot of people making books. There's a lot of different things that go into it, whereas editing is generally a small handful of people. Or if it's even more so like, hey, if you're a Hollywood editor and, you, you know, you leak the last bit of Star Wars, like you just never. get. But not necessarily again. an editor. It might be people in the, you know, editing bay kind of. Thing. Yeah. I, I wonder if it's right. just like those are those are more of a restricted yeah. access. They, they restrict well, they by access, not by. That was just an example. Yeah. Was... I just don't know. I like it. it like I said, I, off the cuff for me, it seemed incredibly unreasonable. But but maybe y'all are right. Like, I'm, I'm OK being wrong. That's yeah. fine. Um. Uh, last little bit here, uh, and I guess so. You know, the Pokemon Company is seeking 
uh, essentially damages for the Lakers' wrongful conduct as well as monetary relief, punitive and exemplary damages, and injunction relief from three people on a Discord channel that they have not actually been able to identify yet because it's a Discord channel and they don't know those people's real names. But they are here somewhere probably because the suit was filed in Seattle. Maybe maybe Discord's based in Seattle. Maybe Pokemon Company's based in Seattle. Yeah, Pokemon. One of those three things is true. Anyway, it's happening here. Yeah. I'm going to go to the court proceedings. It's going to be so interesting. It'll be fantastic. I'll, I'll wear my Pokemon shirt. I'm going to dress great. up as a Pikachu. What are you talking about? Yeah. Pika Pika. Uh, finally, the Oculus Link is awesome. So we talked about this, um, I'm going to say, maybe a month ago, five weeks ago. And the deal is, is if you have an Oculus Quest... If you have an Oculus Quest, which is Oculus's wireless um, VR headset, you they announced you were going to be able to download a software update and then plug it into your computer and use your computer's graphics to essentially turn your Oculus Quest into a slightly, a, I'm not going to say less powerful, a slightly different um, Oculus Rift. And the difference is, is the Oculus Rift can only, the Oculus Rift has an 80 hertz monitor essentially whereas the quest only has a 72 hertz and it seems like there's one other difference too but either way you'd be able to not have to deal with trackers in your room all that kind of stuff and when i heard this originally i really thought the oculus link was going to be a like piece of hardware that you would have to buy and it turns out it literally is just a software update um you have to do kind of a a lot of runaround where you have to update your headset a bunch of times then turn it into beta channel and so on and so forth but literally past that all you need is a 20 foot long usb-c cable you plug one into your computer the other into your rift and it just works and it's it's kind of magic so if you what do i want to say if you've been on the fence about vr if you've been trying to decide between a Rift and a Quest, there's almost no reason to buy a Rift anymore. They're the exact same price. Um, yes, your experience is going to be a little bit lessor. Lessor? Why can't lessor? I talk today? Like, I'm not leasing Rex. from someone. Is that um, circulating or whatever? I don't know, man. It's bad. <laughs> Um, it's going to be a little bit less than if you had a Rift, just in terms of kind of resolution and frame rate. But the ability to take your Quest anywhere and use it um, probably makes up for that. Um, and not having to have a computer to, to play with it or not having a, a powerful enough computer. And they've even confirmed, like, this is going to work with things like Half-Life Alex. So it's pretty pretty future-proofed. I've been very impressed. Like I said, it was a pain to get set up. I'm sure that'll get easier once it goes out of beta. Um, but like it worked with just like a USB C cable that I had laying around my house. Um, later this year though, they are going to release a super fancy USB C cable that has like, um, fiber optics and all sorts of other crap in it. It's going to be like 80 bucks. So, you know, I bought a $15 cable. It works fine. Um, I guess maybe at some point you'll want one with like a fancier pipeline in it for 80, but even still $80 to, to turn a quest into a rift is not terrible. So there's that, that is news. Yay. Um, news. Yay. News. So next up is questions. And our first question is from. Are you Vinny? It is actually Ayo. from, it is from Vinny. That was a good. It's Jada. Shout Vinny Chada. David Chowder? Vinny Chowder. What was that dude? Hey, yo, Vinny Chowder. Kareem what? Chowder. That doesn't sound right. I don't like that at all. 
All right, Sounds like a strange dish. Well, there's there's Boston chowder. There's uh, I don't know white chowder. New England. Yeah. There's New England. And then chowder. there's cream chowder. Did you know? Have you ever New had... England chowder, Manhattan Manhattan chowder. Is and... that the red one? Uh, red, yes. white, and cream. I don't. I didn't know red chowder was a thing until recently, and I I don't know. I've had it. Chowder. I don't like it. I don't like clam chowder really. Like it always mm, tastes to me clam like chowder's good. People always tell me that good. that maybe I just haven't had good clam chowder, but I think clam's weird. It's kind of chewy and strange. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but so is it uh, really is reliant squid. on your your wanting some seafood. I guess I just don't, it, to me don't really it, like that. Then to me, like I didn't even mind the taste. It just it tastes like soup with erasers in it. Um, Are you sure you just weren't eating eraser soup? <laughs> You know, imitation Utah's, imitation clams. Utah's just landlocked. Um, it could have been anything. Who knows? Yeah, you Who probably knows? shouldn't have eaten clam chowder there. Yeah, uh, but no. whatever. It's or it's neither the... here nor there. Actually, it's probably both. Anyway, Vinny's question is: Is what is the video game that you feel represents your childhood? Not that the video game itself represents your childhood, but when you look back on your childhood and video games, what games pop up into your head? Crystallis. Yeah, God, that game's really good. That game's really good. I was shouting it out before you did. Yeah, that's the only one I have. Link you to know the past. What? Link to the past, you know, and like for me, it's there's a lot of Commodore sixty four games that kind of to kind of remind me of that. Um, you know, what's a space a funny, taxi, space taxi. You know, it's a funny game though that I I remember I put it in my childhood. It's, I don't know if it's a good game or not. Like I don't think I've ever played it since then. But um, when we were kids, we rented a Super Nintendo one weekend because like back in the day, you could rent Super Nintendos from Blockbuster, and so this is before we owned a Super Nintendo, but how we first played link to the past is it yep. so do you do you remember renting un squadron <laughs> <laughs> no is that game all sorts of problematic I'm, sh- I'm, abs- I'm absolutely sure it is <laughs> especially because i think it was made by like a japanese developer <laughs> um but un squadron at the time like the big deal about it was is that the Super Nintendo was was the first like home gaming system that supported parallax scrolling? So where you have a foreground and then like a midground and a background, and they move at different speeds. And so like it's real common in video games today. Like almost any, especially two game two D game you play is going to have parallax scrolling where things feel like it. It just makes the game feel like the makes the movement feel more real. And UN Squadron was a uh, like a plane flying game, like side scroller where you'd shoot at, you know, planes that came on and you were different kinds of planes. Just like the real UN. Just like the real UN. And but I remember this game just being like a pretty good game, but also just having these amazing graphics with these moving backgrounds and it's such a weird like I, point in my head. I literally remember watching the first time the Triforce comes in in Link to the Past. Yeah. Um, when we turned on that Super Nintendo, put that in, both of us just being kind of blown away by that. Um, and like, I think that 3D movement. Yeah. And then it goes into the. Dun, 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 dun. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. I think it also used parallax scrolling. Because didn't isn't that how they did the rain in the first part? I think so, yeah. And that yeah. being like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, UN Squadron came out in uh, 1989. 
<laughs> was made by Capcom. So um, it has really good um, music, apparently. Like, I don't remember that at all. Oh, it's based on a manga series. Hmm. Man, I need to I need to play this game again. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I remember that real distinctly. But, I mean, I think there were so many games that we played. Like, childhood's a, a really a pretty wide time too. Like I have really fond memories of playing like doom and doom two yep. and like day of the tentacle and Sam and Max hit the road. But those were all like when I was like 14. So I like, is that See, childhood? And those were like when I was like nine. Yeah. 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 But I mean, those were all games we played together too. I mean, yeah. I remember spending an entire summer like you and I getting that big doom book and like trying to make doom levels and being very, very unsuccessful at it. But that was very great. unsuccessful. So yeah, I don't know. So I, I have a lot of, a lot of gaming memories. How about you? I mean, I guess you, you said Crystallis. Do you have any other ones call? Uh, I mean, all those ones we just talked about. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think Crystallis is a big one. Link to the past was Final Fantasy six. Yeah. Final Fantasy six. Yeah. Um, yeah. All those games. Dylan, what what are you, the games of your childhood, sir? I'm gonna say Army Men, Surge's Heroes. Oh, <laughs> I never because not only did I play that game a lot, but it's also like if I wasn't playing games, I was probably playing with plastic Army Men and setting them on fire. So absolutely. <laughs> uh, but those games were pretty fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely. I don't know if I've ever played any of those, but I always. Like, do you ever look at a game and go, like, I've never played that game, but I love the conceit of it. I love the idea that they took yeah. Plastic Army Men and made them into a game just because I loved Plastic Army Men so much. Do you remember Cannon Fodder? Oh, my God. I loved that game so much. Cannon Fodder was great. Was I don't know why that just game. popped into my head. Because it's little tiny army soldiers. Or, like, yeah. um, is Akari Warriors was kind of the same as that, no, right? No, Akari Warriors was more of, a like, a top-down Contra yeah, you're right. You're right. What's the game I'm thinking? Pow, maybe. Um, Gorilla anyway. War. Gorilla, Gorilla War. Warfare. Gorilla War. Yeah. Gorilla the game War. Was great or Gorilla too. Warfare. Uh, whatever. Both those were uh, cool. Do you remember the Rambo game? <laughs> Do you know that's on your SNK uh, uh, thing I got you last Christmas? Which one? Gorilla Warfare. I did not, but now I know did what you know I'm doing that, with my evening. Did you know that that was originally the the guys were Fidel Castro and uh Sheikh Guevara <laughs> that's amazing that's what you were doing you were you were starting a revolution in that game apparently Jap- Japan was unaware of the history of <laughs> the Del fact Castro that the CIA was Guevara. actually actively doing that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right um uh, let's see next question you answered right Dylan yeah hey, army men army men princess megan says that if no one has asked yet, what is your favorite Thanksgiving tradition? Eating too much? Watching the parade or football games? Playing video games with friends and families? Or something else? She didn't really imply that something else might be super dark, but that was my my take, I guess. So I take over the world. Um, yes. Every Thanksgiving. Do every night, brain. Yeah. Pinky. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going to get rubber pants this time of night? Um, so growing up, Colby and I, we murdered someone every Thanksgiving and buried him in our backyard. Yeah. Um, that was a good tradition. Um, you can dig him up if you go and get uh, Icewind Dale or whatever that game is that I had. <laughs> Never Winter Nights. And Never Winter Nights. Nintendo. There we go. Yeah. 
Um, there is a dead duck married, buried on the side of the house, so be careful with that. Um, we didn't really have a big... Like, growing up, I don't think we had much of a Thanksgiving tradition. Um, no. Do you have one now? Um, I sometimes get Indian food. Yeah, that's that, about it. But like this year, I'm not even doing that. So yeah, uh, I don't work. That's that's, that's a good the tradition. best of traditions. The, really, the best traditions. I don't that's watch true. football. Um, I don't like parades all that much in real life, let alone um, I, on television. I don't like holidays. So yeah, I'm not yeah. the person to ask. Um, my tradition now is so. Like before we moved to Seattle, our Thanksgivings were a little bit of a, a mess just because, you know, we'd be going to my in laws and then my parents' house and other places and just it was a lot of like eating Thanksgiving twice sounds like it'll be a lot of fun, but it's really not as much fun as you might think. Um and so when we moved here we were like, shoot, we don't actually have to we don't have to do a Thanksgiving traditional thanksgiving any longer like me and my son are both vegetarians so like turkey doesn't hold a lot of you know weight here and so that's what we do too we just go to get indian food every every thanksgiving there's a a place the best indian food in seattle it's called taste of india it's uh in north seattle and it's incredible we go there every thanksgiving and have done this will be the sixth year we've done it it's great so i'm gonna point out that uh this year we're having fake turkey cutlets because they're actually pretty damn decent is that like a tofurkey or is that? No, it's the, I think it's pronounced Guardian. It's oh, sure. I love turkey cutlets. Um, they're really good. So I'm going to cook those up, some mashed potatoes, some stovetop stuffing, and some uh, Pillsbury Crescent rolls. It should take maybe 45 minutes to cook all of that. That sounds great. That's my kind of Thanksgiving. Yeah, About 45 just, minutes of work. I just can't. I mean, we used to hold it at my house um, for like the last 10 years before I moved here. And it's ridiculous having to get up at like six o'clock in the morning to start cooking a turkey. Like nobody wants to do that. Absolutely nobody. And nobody in my house would take the entrails out of a turkey. And like I wasn't going to do it because I'm not eating that thing. So I'm not taking the entrails out. So we'd make Colby come over and do it. I'm like, hey, Cole, can you come to my house and take the neck and gizzard out of my turkey for me? (laughs) And he did. He's a good guy. He's very, very helpful. How about you, Dylan? What's your what's your Thanksgiving? Uh tradition i mean we have the the most traditional tradition go to grandma's house and eat but did, we do have lefsa on thanksgiving so that is kind of our special twist on uh thanksgiving so lefsa's dope too if you've never had it it's like a, a traditional scandinavian norwegian swedish food and i never actually had it until i went to walt disney world and got one in norway um <laughs> but it's like a kind of a a flat kind of bread like like bready tortilla kind of yeah potato yeah. tortilla is probably yeah. the easiest way to explain it um and then you and fill it up with like a sweet buttery sugary stuff and or you yeah can. we always That's ate it with butter and sugar um everyone's gonna have their thing like you can yeah. put cranberry sauce in it that's probably good you could probably put all your thanksgiving stuff in it. it's probably good wrap it up and eat it um, as a roll and it's so, way better than pickled herring. Way, oh my god, that's a. <laughs> so one year for Christmas, my grandparents came out. We were going to do like a traditional uh, Swedish Christmas because my my family's all Swedish, and I drove around for three hours with my grandpa, who he's okay. 
Um, but not to oh, spend is that how we're describing three him? hours in a car <laughs> with looking for pickled fish. It was not my fondest of Christmas memories. <laughs> uh, better than Loot Fisk, though. Everything's better than Loot Fisk. <laughs> um, cool. So, Dylan, did you did you murder someone every Thanksgiving and bury him in your your parents' yard? Um, no answer. No answer. Good, good answer. All right. Eddie wants to know, or the first question from Eddie is, is what is your Mount Rushmore of Thanksgiving sides? Like what are the, I guess you have to have four, which I mean, is pretty much all the side dishes as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. But what, what four side dishes would you put on uh, the Mount Rushmore of Thanksgiving? Uh, Um, Mashed potatoes. Stuffing. Stuffing. Crescent rolls. Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes are good. Jellied cranberry sauce. So is jellied cranberry sauce the kind that comes in a can and looks like dog food? Yeah. You're well, yeah, I like the stuff with no 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 chunks. I like it smooth. <laughs> Dylan likes it smooth. Um, you heard it here first, folks. You heard it there first. I My mother-in-law makes terrific stuffing. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's okay. You don't have to like hers. You're a stovetop boy. It's okay. Um, Stone top's delicious. It is. I, I, let me let me rephrase. Call. I like all stuffing. I think stuffing's amazing, and I don't know why I don't make it all year. It's stupid that I don't make it all year because it's delicious. I had some last week. See, like that's smart. I don't. I should just buy a box of it and make it because it's great. Um, I like stuffing a lot. I love mashed potatoes and gravy. Um, I do not like like growing up. My mom makes sweet potatoes that I'm not a big fan of, um, but I do like. I've had other people make sweet potatoes that I thought were very good. Um, <coughs> my mom does make awesome crescent <coughs> rolls, though, so I can, I can, I can, I can be in favor of those. Those would probably be my sides, I guess. I, like for the last ten years, um, like Thanksgiving, if I'm eating a traditional one, is just all about sides. <laughs> like there is no main course for me, so you know it's all right. good. Uh, what do you think, Dylan? Are you a, are you a turkey or a ham person for Thanksgiving? Both, I, both. I, 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 both and neither. I, yeah, I eat both a little bit, but I like the sides more probably. Like oh, yeah. I prefer having the stuffing and the mashed potatoes and the cranberry sauce kind of all yeah. touching each other. Controversial so. opinion: turkey yeah. and ham are the worst of meats. Really? See, and yeah. I don't like turkey. I am not I mean, a turkey. Pretty fan. much. Yeah. I mean, ham to me, I'm like, there's so many better ways to eat a pig. There's bacon. There's sausage. There's I'm sure other ways too, and Pork then chops. you got ham. Yeah, okay. I guess it's not the worst way. Second worst way yeah, to eat a pig. See, and, and like to me, like I ham is actually probably my second favorite way to eat because I like I like sausage best. But I, I'm not a bacon person. Mm-hmm. Pork chops can die. That's fine. Um, I like ham a lot though, or at least I did. And the funny thing is, is ham. Ham's not okay. eating meat is a weird thing because you you pretty quickly lose your taste for it like you think that you, you know you even smell meat and you're like oh my god that smells so good and then you taste it and it's horrible ham is the weirdest meat in that it like it, it if it touches something everything it touches tastes like ham and that taste is horrible <laughs> it's it's absolutely awful um there's this mexican restaurant that we go to in utah and they have this amazing quesadilla, but for some reason, it's a quesadilla with like lettuce and tomato and beans and whatever. But ham is also one of the ingredients on it, 
And every once in a while, like, they'll put the, the ham on it, even though I ask them not to. And you, you're like, well, you can just take the ham off. And then I'm like, every bite of this quesadilla just tastes like ham essence now. And ham essence is terrible. So, But, like, a spiral cut ham, in theory, is delicious. Spiral cut ham is pretty good if it's, like, got the, you know, kind of sweet uh stuff on the, the it the sauce sweet, and the nuts sweet glaze the, yeah sweet yeah. glaze is good but like just normal ham no I'm like a, a big old boiled ham no but you have to do something to it um all right so eddie's other question is what games are you thankful for this year is game pass a game yep it yeah it's gotta be right because i'm gonna go with i'm thankful for game pass for saving me money and giving me a ton of awesome games you know, and I think that even above and beyond that, like, because I mean, I think that is is what Game Pass is best at. But I think it getting me to play games that I absolutely would not have played otherwise. Um, I, I tell you, the the two games that are my like kind of games of the year, uh, Outer Wilds, Wilds. and uh, My Time at Portia, are two games that I would have never played. Yeah. without Game Pass. Yeah, like Outer Wilds is a game because Outer Wilds is kind of my thing. And so I absolutely would have played that, but I would have been playing Outer Wilds in like 2021 after everybody else had already played it and I picked it up for $5 on a Steam sale at some point. Like, I know that's how I would have played that game. But even games like Horizon, like I put a ton of time into Horizon's... uh, not Horizon Zero Dawn. um, I was going to say, that's a PlayStation game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the car racing game. Horizon 3 and Horizon 4. Um, Yeah, yeah. Forza. Forza, thank you. That's actually the word I was looking for. Forza Horizons 3 and 4. Like, I never would have bought a racing game to play. But playing that game on Game Pass, I probably put 40 or 50 hours into those two games and had a ton of fun doing it. So, I, you know, I would never have beat Gears of War 5. I mean, I've never played any of the other Gears of War games, so I don't know why I would have played 5. Um, I you know, I beat The Outer Worlds. I beat a ton of great games. Game Pass is just... Game Pass is good. Thank you, Microsoft. Anything else, Dylan, you want to throw in there? Um, Pokemon. Thank you for Pokemon. It's, it's, it's the most fun I've had since I was like six or seven or whatever it first came out. So, Thank you, Pokemon. The new, the new Pokemon's pretty fantastic. And Sea of Thieves for... Continuing to update the game 18 months later right? and being more and more fantastic. Yeah. And giving me a pet. I love Steve the Parrot. I also and love Pete, Steve the Parrot. the Parakeet. I, I do enjoy that when Dylan was like six or seven, I was 18. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It makes it you feel old. Makes me feel real old. Dylan, Dylan makes me feel old on a pretty regular basis. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, let's see. Next question. This is actually a, a kind of a good one. Um, I mean, not that the other ones aren't. I just, I like this one a lot. Uh, Joe Coleslaw says, let's say that one day your power went on your console. You turn on your console and you see a game installed that you have no idea where it came from. Like you definitely bought it. The money came out of your account, but it was okay because like you had $60 to spare, not a big deal. And, uh, you know, it was just, you know, like weird, but whatever. What game this year would you be thankful for and not mind um, essentially being taken advantage of? And in uh, what game are you instantly calling customer support to get a refund? So is it a $60 game? 
Let's just assume that it's a $60 game. Yeah. Apparently this happened to Joe. <laughs> yeah. The answer for Joe was Death Stranding, which his kids purchased <laughs> for him. So <laughs> that was nice of him. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, instant refund for me would probably be any sports game. Like, I'm not paying 60 bucks for Madden 2020. Um, and it's hard to say, like, I mean, I would say that most games that I want that cost $60, I would have bought. I'm going I'm to throw out a wild card for you here, Cliff, because it's probably my answer. All right. Borderlands 3. I mean, I did buy that game. <laughs> uh-huh. So I paid $60 for it. And, like, it's not, I don't know. It just is not. I well, tried to go back and play it. That's not the question, just, though. The question is, is, is a game that you weren't planning on buying, I guess, that just showed up in your account. You're like, oh, uh, cool. I'll play that anyway. I mean, like, Death Stranding would be that game for me, probably, because I'm not going to pay 60 bucks for it. But if it, I mean, I would never know because it would have been on my PlayStation three years from now. I'll turn my PlayStation on and go like, huh, where did Death Stranding come from? That's weird. But but I guess the question is, is like, how, I mean, yeah, other than the obvious, like, I don't know, Madden, how would I know if I haven't played that game? Well, I think the idea is, is like, what's a game that has a lot of buzz around it that maybe you just like didn't didn't go for like i mean that's to me what death stranding is is like it's a game with a lot of buzz and i'm like and i'm just not falling for it um but if if a copy showed up i'm like yeah i'll give it a go yeah i i just don't think there are a lot of games like that for me because if a game either i want a game or i don't i don't know if there's like a weird middle ground of games that i I if there's don't... a game I want, I've probably already pre-purchased it yeah. or get it day one. If there's not a game I want, I'm going to be pissed about most games that cost $60 because <laughs> I don't make a lot of money. Right. I... Well, but the assumption is you you can afford it. So That's you a know, big assumption. <laughs> in this magical world, you're like, oh, I did have $60 just tucked away there. I found $60 in my coat this morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm having it's, a hard It's time. not like early November when I'm like... Why did Mark- Microsoft charge me $60? What is that from? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, no, my gold just, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm thinking there's a lot of games I can think of that I'd be upset about, but I can't think of a lot of, I'm, I'm just not sure, outside of Death Stranding. Um, maybe The Last of Us 2. I know that's a, a coming forward game. Like, I don't think I'm going to buy that at launch. But if it, buy it day one. Yeah, but if it came out, I guess I'd probably be okay with that. Um, I mean, it's only because you haven't gotten good and beat the first. Beating one. the first one, I know. I need to. I need to buckle down. Um, I would say that there are are probably more PlayStation games that that applies to. Um, like God of War when that came out, it was not a game I was going to buy, but I guess I would have been okay trying it. Um, Spider Man was a game I was not going to buy, but I guess I would be okay trying it. But like I said, I turn on my PlayStation semi-annually these days so most i'd be just confused i'm like maybe i did buy that it's been six months i guess i might have maybe did i get a good deal on that i don't know so (laughs) anyway dylan do you have any ideas um yes death stranding would definitely be the game that if it just showed up on my system i'm playing this yeah um that would make that decision way easier i'm not gonna go out of my way right now to play it because i'm playing other stuff but i'm very interested in playing it um bloodborne is definitely the game that i wish i could just return (laughs) is it too late (laughs) and the more i'm thinking about this too like actually the game that i would 
absolutely. I don't know why this didn't come to me earlier. The game that I would probably play if it showed on my PC or Xbox or whatever <clears throat> that I had not planned on buying, but like I'd probably give it a try are any of the like Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. That's a that's a good answer yeah. too. Because I really gonna... want to play the new one. I just don't really want to buy it, but it is cross-play, so like, I probably would play it with people. But I, I offered to I get know. it on disc for you, Cliff, so that when I beat it, I could send it to you, and you're like, nah. Yeah, I mean, but that's kind of where I'm at about it. Like, It's really good. Yeah, I, I'll get it eventually. I, I, that game's going to get cheap. And I think that's the reality. So I just want to play single-player that. I don't care about cross-play. Go, go to try and buy like a 10 year old modern warfare game cliff and tell me how cheap they've gotten oh whatever then i just won't play it it's fine <laughs> whatever they're still like 50 bucks oh eh? yeah i don't care about that so anyway uh last question this week is uh from mansox mansox has been out of town making super fast internet happen um at least that's my understanding of how his job works i guess um and he says what is your free favorite 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 what is your favorite cliff is o for 13 today (laughs) hey cliff can you look in the camera and smile and can you raise both hands (laughs) you want me to walk backwards like start with c and the abcs no Uh, i was trying to see if you were having a stroke maybe i don't know i'm a little of both uh what kind of dogs do you like what what dogs do you like all of them australian shepherds i thought you were a corgi man dylan I am, but I had an Australian Shepherd. He was the best dog. Oh, we we had an Australian Shepherd too, and he was real dumb. An insane dog. Yeah, he was. He that was is amazing cute, that he but... was dumb because they're like the smartest dogs. Well, I he mean, that was dumb. He the... was literally like, I mean, he had to be medicated. He had like mental problems. Yeah. He was like very. Um... He had like a bad OCD problem, like obsessive yeah, like an OCD. problems, and he was terrified. Well, yeah, and... that... That's I don't think common, Patch I think. is actually stupid. I think he was just like he had terrible anxiety and he was terrified of vacuums and weed whackers. You know, like how in cartoons where you know something will get scared or whatever, and they run through a door or a wall or whatever, and all that's left behind is like a hole of the shape of them. I have seen him do that with a fence because someone turned on a weed whacker, like literally just run into a fence and just go straight through it because he was a hundred pound dog. It was insane. Um, yeah, Australian Shepherds are good though. My my friend um, Jason had a had a Australian Shepherd that was adorable. Do you remember? Yeah, Kia, uh, Kaya, whatever. He lost her in the woods, yeah. unfortunately. Bummer. It uh, happens. Yeah. I guess. I, um, I guess. I like all dogs, but I mean, like, pugs are pretty adorable. Um, I don't want a pug, but they're pretty adorable. They're super cute. And I think that's actually how I feel about all dog breeds is some of the, like dog breeds are cute i love corgis i think pugs are adorable i love shelties i love doxhounds i love all sorts of dog breeds but i don't want any purebred dog like there, i there's 100% a guy do not want to own a purebred dog there was a guy at my work who had a bulldog an english bulldog oh, and he got on the elevator with me once and it was just sitting there going like <laughs> And I'm like, oh, so it makes that noise all the time when it breathes? <laughs> yeah, every every pug I've ever been around, I'm just like, are you okay? And it's like, <laughs> can, like, can I, I get you Afrin? 
You're snoring while you breathe, and I don't think that's good. <laughs> you people have bred me until my sinuses are external. What do we do, huh? Yeah, no, I'm I like my current dog is a corgi lab mix, and just knowing the um, corgi lab and evil mix. Yeah, a lot of evil, a lot of evil, but like just knowing that the reason he's pert is probably just because he's longer than a dog should oh, yeah. have been made. Well, I mean, that's, we had, uh, Calvin and Hobbes. Hobbes was a, uh, uh, part doxa yeah. and, uh, was constantly like slipping discs and. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just, I want a, something really mutt. I want something that, I want something that when people like my first dog, you take it places and they're like, Oh, is that an English defluken hound? I'm like, absolutely it is. And then you'd walk like 10 feet longer and they're like, Oh, is that a Norwegian Kofluken mutt? And I'm like, uh huh. Yeah. I think it's one of those too. You know, that's the dog I want that people <laughs> look at and they think it's some sort of rare breed, but in fact, it's actually just 19 different dogs all mushed into one. That's, that's the best dog. So, but I mean, frankly, all dogs are awesome. They're all good dogs, Brent. And they all go to heaven from what I have learned from Don Bluth. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, according to cartoons, but a lot of uh, larger <laughs> Christianity as a whole, in fact, no, they don't have souls. So I well, guess, you know. it, do you believe cartoons or mainline religion? It just kind of depends on, you know, just depends on you, I guess. All right. Thank you, Hans, for that question. Um Cheap free games. I really wanted them to release the Xbox games with gold games or the PlayStation Plus games. Do you but... want me to guess? Uh... <laughs> do you? So you probably don't, but it's a thing I do almost every month where you start typing like game, you know, games with gold December 2019 into search engines. And there's like this weird cottage industry of for some reason mostly english tabloid magazines publishing like super weird articles where they guess or they just put a bunch of like search engine terms in that make it appear like they're guessing until the real games get a, you know announced so they can like get that search engine traffic in the short term and so, I mean, you could guess, but I don't know if you're going to do better or worse than they do. So, what's what's your guess for Games with Gold? Give me two. Um, I'm going to say uh, Swapper. Oh, that's a good choice. And <laughs> um, uh, 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 what's that game called? Riverbond. Uh, Riverbond. Uh, hmm, I think that's already in it, isn't it? That's in Games. It's game Pass. Hmm, I guess see. So let's see. Um, Express, the home of the Daily and Sunday Express in the UK, is... They don't know. They did did not actually make a guess, which is disappointing to me. Hmm. Let's see if... uh, the Daily Star has made a guess. Both of these are the (laughs) first... Good radio. Right? Uh... No, they just literally have fake articles <laughs> pretending that they might know. It's Dude, terrible. you should put it up on Twitter on uh, the Bite Me thing that it's going to be Swapper and uh, uh, whatever that game I just... Riverbond. Riverbond. And see if you can get English tabloids. <laughs> That'd Fool. be amazing. <laughs> That's a great video marketing game, strategy. Video game podcast, Bite Me podcast. <laughs> Could happen. Oi! 
<laughs> Oi. <laughs> anyway, um, so we don't know those, but we do know that uh, the Epic Game Store uh, next week, starting on actually starting on Thanksgiving, will have uh, Rayman Legends for free. And Rayman Legends is dope. Um, if you fantastic. Played, yeah, if you've not played Rayman Legends or Rayman Origins, they are the best platformers of this generation, like hands down, in my opinion. Other people may have different ones, but. Those people are wrong. Rayman Legends is great. Um, also, I guess if you like platformers, the Humble Bundle this week, month, period of time, uh, they actually, I think they brought this one back. It's the Sonic the Hedgehog 2019 bundle. So for a buck, you can get like six Sonic games, Sonic 2, Sonic 2 Adventure Battle, uh, Sonic 3, Sonic CD, Sonic the Hedgehog 4, Episode 1, and Sonic DX. For six bucks, you can get those plus... Uh, Sonic Generations plus Casino Night DLC, Sonic Lost World, Sonic the Hedgehog 4, Sonic Sega All-Stars Racing. And if you want to pay 10 bucks, you can get Sonic Mania, which I actually heard is really good, and the Sonic Mania Encore DLC, and uh, Sonic Forces. So, like, that $10 level is probably worth it just to get Sonic Mania, and you get a bunch of other Sonic games free. So, give that a look. Um, we're going to do one more Troll Corner. This is two Troll Corners in a week. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? How ready? I, I was trying. To... Am ready. Perfect. Okay, so you guys remember um, maybe back when Fallout seventy six was announced? Like one of the big things about it is that if another player attacked you, essentially they couldn't kill you unless you attacked them back, right? So it kept it so you could yeah. essentially play it PvP without having to actually worry about other players being kind of dicks. And so, of course, players being dicks, they found out a way around that. Um, so they can't shoot you, but they can nuke you, and the nuke won't kill you either. But the radiation from the nuke and the bad guys that get spawned because of the radiation from the nuke will kill you. So it's been actually kind of a problem where players that don't want to engage in PvP have just been getting nuked and then get killed by the effects of the nuclear fallout, not the nuke itself. Is there still class Isn't warfare that... going on in Fallout 76? Probably. I. <laughs> this game is amazing. <laughs> we should. We'll just ask Dad. <laughs> it's time to get that private server, right? Hundred bucks. Right? Yeah. Right. I just. I just don't understand why people have to suck so much. Why do people have to suck so much? It's. Have you met people? Yeah, people are terrible. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Thanks for hanging around with us this week. Uh, if you're listening to this on its normal release day, happy Thanksgiving. If you're listening, listening to it on a day that isn't its normal re- release day, then happy Thanksgiving in a couple days, or I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving in the past. Does that work? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It anyway, thanks, Thanksgiving. Uh, you can, of course, find us uh, at bitemepodcast.com. You can find us on all social media at bitemepodcast. Um, you can find us literally wherever you listen to podcasts, be that Apple podcasts or Spotify or, um, I don't know what I use Castbox. I think, what do you guys listen on? Um, overcast, Apple. overcast. Actually, I use overcast as well. So, um, all those places, listen, like us, review us. That'd be cool. Uh, but follow us. That's the most important part. Just make sure you subscribe so you can get all the, the gaming goodness that we I've... provide. I've reviewed your thing twice, and it's been taken down. Is it because you curse a lot? No. Are you reviewing um, us on Castbox or on Overcast? 
Uh, no, it was on Apple. Um, I was actually, I think, your first review, and it's not there anymore. And then I, I don't know, probably a year ago, maybe, I went back and put in another one, and it disappeared. That's super weird. And I'm not trying it for a third time. No, I wouldn't either. I absolutely would not. That's that's no good at all. Huh, well, I guess be like Colby and try more than once. That's that's the... But only twice. But only twice. No, twice, no more, no less. It's like the holy hand grenade, except you count to two, right? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Exactly. Dylan, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Dylan that was, just exploded. I sneezed. I tried to hit the mute button and sneeze, but I hit the mute button and didn't mute, and then I sneezed. So, I, I was waiting for that, but the other thing was weird, and it scared me. I don't like it. Don't do that again, Dylan. But I'm going to leave it in. Cool. Okay. Bite me. Oh, I was going to cut after the first bite me. I mean, you still can. Okay. Now you have two options. <laughs> <laughs>